The best part about Thursday is... One day closer to the weekend. Friday. This is the Thursday Fit Show. The best! Love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, players. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Thursday, February 1st, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. I like to call it Thursday, uh, Friday Eve, excuse me. <laughs> Friday Eve is here. This is, I mean, we, we have made Friday Eve a big day to celebrate. We sure have. Okay, uh, so let's introduce everybody. Uh, my personal friends and family. There's my buddy Drew. I've done Tanner a big favor. I've loaned him a new pair of headphones to replace the ones that Jenna broke. So I'm sure I'll be hearing all about how these headphones are breaking down now. All right. Uh, and speaking of that, there's Tanner, the millennial. I'm really excited about this new shirt I got at uh, Goodwill. It's a buttermilk crispy tender shirt from McDonald's. Okay. But- employees- buttermilk crispy tender. Does yeah. that uh, entitle you to any employee benefits like free burgers? Who knows? Maybe I can walk back there and grow myself one. Hey, what's up, Jenna, my head of security? I feel great and rejuvenated from the full blood moon blue thing that was last night in the sky. <laughs> oh, it was wow. So did, you see the, did you see the big moon? I feel like it just cleansed my aura and I'm in such a good mood. And I have so much energy. I could just jump all around the room. Okay, then. I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, didn't you? Well, I forgot to go look. <laughs> <laughs> I saw photos on Facebook. That was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I did see everybody posting about it, so why do I have to go outside and whatever? I just see it in my new news feed that Facebook is providing to me now. That's connecting me with more of my family and well, friends. You can't soak up yeah. the moon's aura when you're sitting inside in front of the TV. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, especially if somebody's live on Facebook. <laughs> Welcome, you guys, to the Thursday show. Let's go. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now, The Fit Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. Get it out, Jenna. I know you got to hack it up. Everybody's still sick. I get it. The whole country's sick. I get it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's cool. Sorry. <laughs> My health go. is it's actually right. good this well, Good week. for you. I'm really excited. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I've been sick like two months. Uh-huh. I know, and now I feel like it's my turn. Like everybody else is sick, and now it's my turn. Believe it or not, you guys, I still have a job to do. Sick or not, you know what? Mm Got to come in and and do the news that did not make the news. The what are you kidding me stories of the day as I feature a very, very special what are you kidding me animal story. Ladies and gentlemen, before I begin the story, I just want to say that I am in full support of this individual. Title of this what are you kidding me story is... Emotional support, pets. Uh, here we go. Excuse me. Here yeah. we go. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> go ahead and tell me what you mean by that. 
I just I'm not necessarily a believer in the emotional support animal movement. Okay. What? You, you know by saying that that you're saying that my Boston Terrier Susie Lou Snuffleupagus is not my emotional support pet. Your words, not mine. You bought that vest off Amazon. <laughs> I did not. And nobody will ever believe you. It's purple. <laughs> She's even got her own ID. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a woman tried to board a, a United flight this week with an emotional support animal. And she even bought a separate ticket for the animal, but the airline turned her down because the animal was, ladies and gentlemen, a peacock. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> We have any audio for this? I think we do have some. What are you kidding me? I'll audio. Take a look. Uh, yeah, here it is. A woman watches someone trying to bring a peacock into the airport. I'm not kidding. Go ahead and shut off the Lion King for me. <laughs> you know, this could represent a real safety risk because a peacock has an incredibly loud squawk. Like, like yeah, I'm talking 150 yes. decibel type loud. Yeah. It could like I'm not shatter kidding. Ears. This woman is wrangling her peacock into the airport right now, wrangling a peacock in the airport. Emotional support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is emotional support. Nice supporter. I have I have a Boston Terrier who's my emotional yeah. uh, support therapy pet. Drew, I actually think you're you being guys? a little bit insensitive. Just I because do. it's a peacock doesn't I'm mean it can't be an emotional and support animal. Just because animals don't like you. If that thing goes off in the plane, you could cause real damage to people. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, but you throw it some peanuts. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hit us up on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And just let us know where and how you're listening. Maybe you've been listening for a minute or two. Maybe you were just hearing us for the first time. Uh, send us a selfie. Let us know, like, you know, if we get, let us know if we have a listener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would really appreciate that. I just, that's what is so amazing about social media is is now we have you know, this amazing way to connect with you guys. Facebook.com slash follow fits. You must know that as you get to know us and, and hear about people on the show, we're dysfunctional and we're okay with uh, kind of each of us having pretty weird dysfunctional lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My house is crazy. I got five kids. My family's nuts. My parents are jacked up and crazy nuts, which is awesome. Uh, Drew, what about you? Something dysfunctional about you? Oh, where to begin? There's tons of dysfunction in my family, in my life. It's not what we asked. You got to throw out some dysfunction. I don't know specifics. Because you know what feels normal to you feels crazy to other people. See? Very uncomfortable, Yeah, this stuff's easy for Drew. Very uncomfortable, (laughs) Drew. All right, Tanner the Millennial. Everybody talks about their homes and how their homes are dysfunctional. I don't even have a home. I'm a couch surfer. Okay. (laughs) That is funny. We're working on that. Yep. It's a work in progress. The pressure. (laughs) You're telling me, man. How much pressure you would have put on me? (laughs) 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 All right. And now we're going to go to uh, Jenna. My head of security started out as my intern years ago, yep. and she was the phone screener. Then she turned into like my personal assistant. Then I'm like, oh my God, Jenna, you got to jump on the microphone. And so here I am. So here she is. Um, something special about Jenna is when she wants to call somebody out, she's going to call them out. And mm-hmm. apparently Jenna has a friend that she says is a 
free range mother or something like that a free range parent yes it's not a hunting term it's a new concept that my friend is following apparently it's like trending with some of the mommies where she doesn't necessarily she says helicopter parent her kids she lets them just kind of go out into the world and do their thing and they're going to take care of themselves all right let me pause real quick so i've heard of like a a free range chicken which is what exactly uh chickens that aren't kept fenced in they're allowed to roam over a large area okay but kids are a lot different than chickens thank you exactly so so you're saying this woman wants like to let her kid be a a free range child and just be really independent all the time like we'll give her three-year-old for an example she will will go to the park and she'll just tell her three-year-old listen this is basically the guidelines to the park and this is how it is like try not to climb on anything tall don't do this don't go to the fence don't go further than three miles even though you're five yeah just sits there and is like i'm gonna see what choices my kid makes and i'm like what choice it's gonna make is that's kind of smart actually (laughs) until you're running across somewhere because it makes the wrong choice i'm 100 for the park part of it because that's how we were raised but the problem is i know these free-range parents i know a few of them and these are the same parents who don't believe in saying no to their kids yes. these are the parents whose kid is throwing a full-on stage five fit in the grocery store and the parents just ignoring it while the rest of us have to suffer that's exactly <laughs> that's the other part hey, of Drew, it tell us how you really feel about children <laughs> yeah because if, if if we had done that as a kid you get jerked off the ground by your shoulder like picked yeah. up under the arm and you get that mom voice you know it's funny you I think my mom and dad probably thought that they were like, you know, helicopter parents when in fact my parents, you know, uh, didn't even know it, but but they were the most, you know, free range parents ever. From the uh, second I woke up, I would not come home honestly until the street light came on. That was okay. That's how we were raised. Why was it okay then? Why but nobody's letting their kids do well, that right you now. Guys didn't this, con- have cell phones. this concept of the free range child is is that it goes farther than that of like what Drew was saying is that they, they have the permission to make their decisions of how they treat people or should be in public. It yeah. goes and it's like no, it, the children need structure. They thrive off of structure. All right, l- all right. Uh, if you are a free range mom or daddy, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Uh, Check it out, you guys. There is a lot of money. I mean, there's a whole lot of money riding on Super Bowl 52. The most ever, according to the AGA, that's the American Gaming Associations, Americans are expected to bet $4.76 billion on the big game. $4.76 $4.76 billion. Only 3% of those wagers will take place in Nevada, where sports betting is, uh, of course, legal, which means that the rest of the betting will be done through offshore sports books, local bet takers, including the popular Super Bowl box pulls. Uh, now, I'm asking for a friend, but how do you find those guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal in every state, so yeah. be careful. Yeah, wherever you are. Uh, all right, uh, Drew, choose your news. Come fly the friendly skies. It's a motto we've all heard. Well, don't get too friendly because a couple from Minnesota, they were a little drunk, a little frisky, flying home from Vegas. And they tried to join the Mile High Club, if you know what I mean. Now, they used a blanket and they sort of were, you know, kissing and then they covered themselves with the blanket and um, allegedly carried out some acts that weren't appropriate. As soon as the plane landed in Minnesota, arrested. Slapped the cuffs on the couple who was 43 and 41. Uh, were hauled off to jail. They claimed they were just kidding around. They were just goofing around about during the My High Club, but the flight crew said, uh-uh, we know what we saw. Gross. Yeah, it sounds to me she was trying to 
push down the landing gear a little early. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to see that. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> they're a little bit too old for that. Like, they're in their 40s. Like, come on, hey, man. What are, you, what are you trying to say? Drew, you should be insulted, I'm Drew. very insulted. I mean, I understand that behavior maybe from, like, yeah. people my age, but people Drew's age. Well, it doesn't matter how come old on. you are. It's illegal. Yeah. My dad says, hey, just because you get a little snow on the chimney doesn't mean there ain't fire down below. <laughs> <laughs> I step, that step up to the plate. Step up to the plate. <laughs> yeah, Tanner. All right. By the way, that's my love you, Green Bray Bob. All right, uh, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. There is a killer whale named Wiki the Whale in southern France, okay. and scientists and some people around that aquarium are teaching Wiki the Whale how to mimic English. They're what? actually teaching a killer whale how to talk. Why, why would the French people te- teach the whale English? I have Why no would idea. they teach him French? It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like, wee wee, ho ho. The whale's like, that's too hard. Monsieur. <laughs> Wiki the whale can say words like hello, bye bye, one, two, and Amy now, for do, some reason. Um, Amy. <laughs> I think that we actually captured some audio of this. Yep. Listen to Wiki the whale speaking English. Hello. <laughs> Amy. Amy. Now here's the crazy thing. Right, it's, it's not talking it out of its like, It sounds like it's got gas. Come yeah, on. this it's sounds not, like a dog saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's not saying this out of its mouth. It's actually speaking through its blowhole. What? My mind is blown. Am I the only one that loves this story so much? <laughs> sounds, I love this story. Sounds like one of my last bosses. <laughs> All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the show. Um, if you remember, it, it wasn't too long ago, uh, maybe it was last week, we read a, a pet obituary uh, from an amazing animal that passed away. And the name of the animal was Big Mama. Correct. And, uh, you know, we do a little segment of the show called So Long, Pal. And we read about Big Mama. Previously on The Fitz Show. And the sword, Stephanie and her husband, Gregory, and their two sons adopted the chicken in September of 2013 after a family that had raised her in a Houston apartment decided to have her euthanized. And ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to believe it, but the owner of Big Mama, uh, uh, you know, the family that wrote that amazing obituary for Big Mama joins us live right now on the show. This is unbelievable. And, and, and give me, hello. hello to you. Give me your name one more time. Stephanie Sword. First of all, I just want to say, uh, reading about Big Mama brought me to tears. I, you know. <laughs> You're being tongue in cheek. I know that. <laughs> no, we love Big Mama. We thought she was the sweetest thing because on our show, we talk about our, our animals all the time. And we believe that our animals are absolutely our, our, our family members and our children. So when I saw you take the time to write about Sweet Big Mama, I just wanted to to you know give you a shout out and throw some love your way because I I'm sure it's not easy for you guys right now. Well, thank you, Fitz. You know, I think the reason why Big Mama's story has taken off like wildfire is the fact that you know it it does resonate with a lot of people that we really do love our pets that much, even a chicken. Can you tell me about the life of Big Mama a little bit? Like you know from the beginning. What was Big Mama like? 
You know, so she is an unusual chicken in the fact that, you know, in the early days of her life, she was raised in Houston um, in an apartment indoors. So that is not your typical upbringing for most chickens, right? Um, very unusual. Um, so we, we knew that she had some history to her, um, and that also included the fact that she had had, um, you know, a hysterectomy, if you will, um, which meant she couldn't lay eggs. And most people do not want to have, you know, a full-grown chicken that can't lay eggs. Um, and I think there was, you know, some concern about rehoming her when they realized that it just wasn't going to work out in Houston um, they were concerned that she was going to be a hard sell <laughs> because of her history and you know what's cool whether it's animal or humans I think it just really shows that love is love no matter what love is love you know that's so great because that really is the bigger message and I think that's why we needed um, Big Mama's story right now more than ever It's it really is saying um, we just need love period it doesn't matter who you love how you love just make sure you love. And I think that really is the big, big message, the takeaway message here. That is so great. And I'll wrap it up with this. Uh, where did Big Mama stand politically? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, naturally, I have an answer there, but I'm worried that I will alienate 50%. happens <laughs> live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. The question is, who was in charge at Charles in Charge? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get some details coming out about. Uh, I mean, God, I grew up on Charles in Charge. Yes. It's just I grew up on the Wonder Years. Yep. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah? Yeah. Love all those. Anyway, details coming up in just a second. Drew, standing by with the Thursday reality check. Viewer response poll numbers are coming back from the president's Tuesday night State of the Union address. Uh, CBS poll numbers might surprise you. Uh, the unsurprising part is that 97% of Republicans uh, loved the speech. 72% of independents liked it. Here's the surprising part. 43% of Democrats polled said they liked the speech. Uh, and overall, wow. Wow. overall, 75% of Americans in general thought the speech was a positive wow. move and thought the president was trying to unite the country with the speech. What this tells us, a lot of people are taking this data, plugging it in, saying, uh-oh, maybe America is getting tired of Hollywood's hardcore, left-leaning Outspoken politics. Um, Sarah oh, Huckabee no, Sanders, the no, White Drew, House. Drew, you know you're going to uh, start. Uh, I don't. You're, you're on the a touchy side. So I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what right? I mean? This nation's so divided. Well, right. here's what I'm saying. Yeah, Drew's going to get hate Facebook messages now. A lot of people are saying <laughs> if you were watching Twitter during yeah, yeah. it, was just an explosion of vitriol and hate and anger at the president from basically any and all celebrities in Hollywood, okay. about 98% of Hollywood, okay. uh, just saying this is the worst thing they'd ever seen, darkness in the light, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, for example, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House spokesperson, said, um, you know, maybe we really don't care what Hollywood has to say and they should shut up because she says, as an example, if America cared what Hollywood would have to say, then Hillary would be president right now. True, true, true. <laughs> Get a little political in the news again, Drew. You kind of are. It's so hard not to. <laughs> no, you're not hey, supposed to be the left wing hey, or the right hey, wing, but hey, the whole dang bird. I know. Hey, I'm keeping him in check. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, Thanks for that reality check, Fitz. There you go. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. Uh, go ahead. 
Boy, earlier this week, this is a story that's becoming almost too familiar in a frightening way. A couple out of Ovia, Texas, south of Dallas, uh, were arrested this week when a woman tipped off authorities that she was being held captive in their home. Now, the couple, uh, Jean-Claude Damar and his wife, Charlotte Kelly Damar, uh, had a woman who was 51. He Apparently, the, the man in the relationship had had a, a relationship with her, and then at a certain point, their relationship ended well, he drugged her with a drink at a gas station. When she woke up, she was chained up in their house. She was held there for a number of weeks. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. They just made her clean. He basically told her, you are now my wife's slave, and you're going to do whatever she says. She was forced to clean their house for two weeks until she managed to get a hold of a, a I think it was an iPad or something, and she alerted authorities. Police came, arrested oh my God, so the they, couple. So they kid, kidnapped somebody to have a maid? Yeah, isn't that bizarre? That's bizarre. That's that's very bizarre, man. That's terrifying. Yeah. And what, yeah, what's that's with people ter- locking people up? Like that's this? what I'm saying. It's like becoming frighteningly familiar. Now. Yeah, I'd be checking underneath everybody's house. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing right now. All right, the bills are starting to roll in for insurance claims from last year's massive California wildfires. Uh, right now, it stands at about twelve billion dollars. Mm. Uh, the insurance agency reporting is, uh, I mean, and I think the numbers are still on the way up. Now, one thing this means to all Americans is it will probably represent a rise in insurance rates all across the nation as these, you know, large national insurers look to cover their costs. Did you uh, hear also what the scientists are saying about? Hey, there's going to be like they're predicting a big quake. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, yes. actually, I was going to report on that in the next break. Uh, they it, they're saying California is well overdue for a big shaker. All right, more on that with the next round of the reality check in minutes. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the fist files. Abby trending right now. I mean, obviously. Abby. Isn't that what you say? It's Abby, not yeah. Abby. Oh. Well, whatever. Hey, same thing, right? That's the same thing. Avi. Avi. Yeah. Hashtag Super Bowl trending right now, obviously. Uh, from predictions to is Justin Timberlake just going to have a, you know an awesome performance during the Super Bowl halftime show? Let me ask you guys. Uh, I'm not going to ask you who you're rooting for yet because I, I got a, a surprise for y'all coming up on that. Okay. Ooh. But... Um, who do you think is going to win? Patriots or the Eagles? Well, like just, realistically? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Like realistically. I think I the go Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. You think the Patriots are yeah. going to win? Yeah. It's not how I want to see it go. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. I'm not supposed to tell you that yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Drew, you spoiled it. Uh-huh. Uh, I am really excited for the halftime show. I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, what could be the most unbelievable surprises? If I were producing that thing, what would I want to do to it? And I just hope that they do to that what I would want to do to that. But I don't know if they will, because they don't know what I want to do to that. Why are you being so secretive? Well, because there's some cool ideas I want to throw out. I mean, all right, the easy one is I really hope Stapleton shows up. Right. Obviously. That would be legendary. I'm very excited about that, if, if that happened. I'm betting on it. I think it's going to happen. Okay. I'd like to see Brit Brit. I love Brittany. I don't I think like that's going to happen. How dare you stop such things? That's his ex-girlfriend, ain't it? That's Brit Brit. Yeah, it's all right. They can still do a little... Uh, Better check with his wife on that. I'm wondering if... I mean, there's no way Janet Jackson's going to show up. Oh, that's what so I cool. want. 
That's what so I, cool. I think. Didn't she just have a baby? I don't think she's touring right now or working. I, I yeah. want them to make it like a big circus where everybody yeah. comes out on their own animal and it's like oh a surprise, a surprise <laughs> guest. Like here comes Brittany out on the horses. Here comes Chris Stapleton on a so group by, of elephants. So basically, you're saying you want to make the Super Bowl halftime show like the movie, The Neverending Story? Yes, and everybody's <laughs> got their own animal. A Ringling Brothers. <laughs> a trio. A trio. Have that, you guys seen that? That never part is sad. We don't talk about that part. You've never of seen The Neverending Story. The never oh. Ending story? No, I've never oh seen it. Oh my god. I trade you. Have you? Yeah, of course I have. All right. I read the book even. Let's get to the good. <laughs> um, so people are talking about Joe Kennedy the third. Now we're not gonna get political right now. People are talking about the way his lips were glistening, like he threw on way too much chapstick. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, that it's half and half. Like, it, it's weird, man. It, it, people are such bullies about Joe Kennedy the third. Um, calling him, I've seen Opie, mm-hmm. I've seen Ed Sheeran, I've seen Conan O'Brien. And then the other side is, oh my God, this guy is so unbelievably handsome. I mean, I mean, Twitter was going absolutely outrageous for Joe Kennedy the third, 37 years old. Jenna, you your thoughts? You were raving about him. Okay, I was... I am not physically attracted to him, okay. but I do think that he. What you said yeah. five minutes I was, ago. I was joking uh-huh. with you to oh. lead you astray. I personally am not attracted. Flip flop, flip flop. But I did think he had a lip, lot of lip gloss on. Okay. Fake news, fake news. You asked me. Hey, let's get to the bad. Nicole Eggert was a guest on Megyn Kelly a couple of days ago, and she got really emotional when she talked about her sexual abuse allegations against Scott Bayo from Charles in Charge. We started filming the show in September of '86 when I was 14, and he immediately took to me and befriended me and earned my trust. Um, and then he started expressing his love for me. And, um, ah, sorry, it's emotional. Um, and talking about marriage in the future. And then I was still 14 before my 15th birthday. We were at his house in his car. And, and if you want to hear you know, you know the rest of yeah. those details, right. please feel free to go check those out. And, of course, um, Scott Bayo responded with this on Good Morning America. You say she was 18, and you also say you have proof. I do have proof. Nicole Egger was born in January of 1972. Charles in Charge ended in the fall of 1990. That would have made her an adult. And she said that it happened long after Charles in Charge was done. Those are her words. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. Live. This... Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. It's Friday Eve. That's good, right? Yes. Anybody see the uh, the blue bu- blood red moon last night or whatever it was? I saw it on Instagram. Okay, yeah. I, I was watching it people on you know, live on Facebook. So I looked okay. out the window. I was sa- saturated by its mm. heavenly glow. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I had clouds, actually. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is for Thursday, February 1st, twenty. 20- 18 celebrity birthdays real quick a lot today Harry Styles is 24 years old today um Remember from One One Direction he was also in Dunkirk yeah star of the movie Dunkirk Harry Styles is my dude man <laughs> I wouldn't say he was the star of Dunkirk I think he might have had I think he had a line yeah I think my, yeah. my wife like really liked Harry Styles after Dunkirk 
I do too. I, I mean, love yeah, he, did, he, was, he did a good job, I think. I still haven't seen that movie. You I need really, to, I need to sit so down good. and watch it. Ronda Rousey's 31 years old today. She's now going to the is it the WWE? Yep, WWE. Lauren Conrad from Laguna Beach turns 32. Polly Shore is 50 today. What? Whoa. What was it the Polly, Polly Shore Shore's says? The Weasel. The Weasel. The Weasel. Polly Shore's as old as my mom. That is crazy to me. Lisa Marie Presley turns 50 years old today. She was born on this day at Baptist Memorial Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. It's amazing. You look at Lisa Marie, you see her daddy. Yeah. So you see her daddy. You see, you, see, uh, you see the king even in Lisa Marie's kids, too. Yeah. It's the eyes. Yeah, man. He's there. He's got good genes. He's Elvis, man. I love You know the thing voice. is? Yeah. The thing with Elvis is... You know, social media wasn't there and stuff. You know, just radio and the beginning of television. And so right now with YouTube, now you have so much talent, you know, being exposed to the world where I think because of all that now, will we ever, ever really have an Elvis Presley I don't again? think so. You're saying that all that talent out there maybe covers up the true talent. Yes. Like that one in a million talent. Right. Mm, I think he was also like the first real like, and like, true uh, rock and roll star. Well, I'm just saying that like Justin Bieber... Might be like the last. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of, of of I guess what I'm calling a uh, an icon. Right. Like the Beatles. Interesting and then, comparison. You're comparing Justin Bieber to Elvis. But- well, think about sales, fans, yeah. uh, revenue generated. If you take inflation, come on, Bieber might Ticket be some. Sur- I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying it's a very interesting comparison. Yeah. You could do a like college course on that. Oh, I, yeah, I'd love to teach it. Mm-hmm. Be- teaching Bieber 101. <laughs> I, the Biebs. I, 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 love, I love the Biebs, I love the King, and I love Creed. <laughs> the textbook's <laughs> called The Biebs and Me. Uh, <laughs> the Biebs and Me. 131 years ago, on this day in 1887, one Harvey Wilcox divided 120 acres of land that he owned in Southern California. Ladies and gentlemen, now they call it Hollywood. Hey! What you got to say? What you got to say? Hollywood. I say Hollywood. Say hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What you got to say? Hollywood. Come on. Hollywood. <laughs> All right, and finally, 2004, the beautiful Faith Hill performed America the Beautiful before the Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Love you, Faith Hill. Sing it, girl. All right, and that's why today doesn't suck. Guys, we got a great country. Yeah, we do. You know, we do. Thursday, February 1st, 2018. Take me out, Faith. Fitz happens live. Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Thank you so much for um, for just being cool and always providing me with unbelievable what are you kidding me stories. If you got any, 
You know those stories you see in the news that makes you say, what are you kidding me? Send them to me. <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow Fitz as I take you out of Massachusetts. If you see something, say something. Last week, a 42-year-old in Massachusetts right outside of Boston ordered a pizza and his delivery person was a 22-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. So the man invited her into the home to bring the pizza inside. First of all, never do that. Don't please do it, don't girl. ever do that. I don't care who you are, man, woman. Don't ever do that. Go in somebody's house. Mm-mm. Um. Anyway, when she went in, he blocked her from leaving for forty minutes. He said, "I want to try to convince you to be my wife <laughs> and start a family." <laughs> He's a romantic. Love at first sight, huh? That's what you call speed dating. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've only got so much time. Yeah. That poor girl. That poor girl is right. She's facing several charges, including kidnapping and assault, okay? Good. But, yeah. I don't know. A young lady shows up at my door with a pizza in hand. That's a pretty attractive proposition right there. You're like, you're my wife. Yeah, like, would you like to get married? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy, too. Oh, my God, dude. You petrify me. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you uh, uh, out of the uh, home of the Super Bowl, Minneapolis. How's the weather? Well, I think it's a good idea. I mean, don't you want to know right now what the what the forecast is going to be for the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to be inside of a dome. Doesn't matter. It's still going to be. Oh, are they? Yeah, that's a dome there. Is it going to be warm? In the dome, I presume it will be. Well, I hope see, so. that takes away the fun of it, watching them play in the cold. Yeah. But anyway, I want to get a weather update. So this is Rob Gronkowski himself who posted a video just a couple of days ago to fill us in on the weather in Minneapolis. It's freezy, freezy out here in Minneapolis. Yep. That's it. Gross. That's That's it. Well, you know what? We should be we should Asked be thinking to, about all those tailgaters. Do you follow the Gronk on Instagram? He sounds creepy, <laughs> creepy. The Gronk is cool, but he's you would pretty love crazy. The Gronk. Have, really? Do you know what he looks like? No. Google the Gronk. Yeah, you'll quick. like him. You'll fall in love, Jen. I know okay. you. Oh, come on. Just because you have a crush on the Gronk, Tana. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Gronk? It's freezy, freezy out here in Minneapolis. All right. And there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good Maybe a little mascara alert here, okay? Moms and dads, could be a little mascara alert. Because uh, it's such a sweet story. Um, has anyone in this studio ever been to the Super Bowl? Nope. No. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Me neither. I would love to one day. Uh, is there anyone listening who's ever been to the Super Bowl? Wherever you are right now. At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Let me know. Uh, I'm actually I'm on my Facebook right now. Message me. Facebook.com. Slash follow fits. Check this out. Some guy near Minneapolis, he won two Super Bowl tickets in a raffle this year, and he's a huge Vikings fan. But he didn't want to go after they lost to the Eagles. <laughs> he said it was just too painful. So check out what he did. He recently read a story about a 13-year-old kid from New Jersey named Cole Fitzgerald. Look at that. Another Fitz. Aww. What's up, Fitz? And Cole Fitzgerald has been fighting cancer since he was three years old. And he's a huge Eagles fan. So instead of selling the tickets for thousands of dollars, 
they got in touch with a charity called Spare Key. And then someone flew out last weekend and surprised Cole with the tickets. And the guy who gave them to him, he, he just wanted to remain anonymous. He says he's just really glad that somebody who wants to see the Eagles play in the Super Bowl will get to be there. And it's not clear uh, who Cole's taking with him, but his family won't even have to pay for anything for him to go to Minneapolis for the game because Delta is donating all the plane tickets and the hotel chain Country Inn and Suites is putting out, uh, him up in, in the hotel rooms and stuff and just a lot of people making this happen for him and I just think that is really, really awesome. I wanted to present you with this gift. Yo! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I want to thank the fan. Sorry for your season. Uh, good luck next year. I can't say I was overly surprised. It just felt like a very true Minnesotan thing to do. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. New year, new fits. This is The Fit Show. 2018. It happens live. As you listen to the show, you're going to get to know each and every single one of us, and we learned something interesting about 21-year-old Tanner the Millennial today. We are so what, you were just kind of explaining your, your uh, I wouldn't call it your family tree, I would yeah. just say your your family, your current family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, and basically, we were uh, amazed because we thought it was, wow, how interesting is that? Nobody on the show knew I had a niece. Well, actually, I just found out you had a sister, I think, yeah. last week. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, so Denise, all right, so, but I had no idea you had like 75 brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my dad gets around, man. <laughs> this is how it works. Uh, these are my dad's kids that I know of. So I... <laughs> okay. I, I, Asterisk. I have a 34-year-old brother named Nathan. Okay. A 30-year-old sister named... Who's Ram- going to write this down? Drew, Named Ramona. Oh, and those are only my dad's kids. Those aren't my mom's kids. So it's my half-siblings. Okay, sure. So I have two half-siblings, and I have one full brother okay. who is both my mom and my dad's kid. We share the same exact DNA. His name's Ryan. He's 24. Okay. <laughs> so that's how it works. And then my oh. sister Ramona has a kid named Zoe. Uh-huh. I don't remember how it And Zoe's your niece. Zoe's my niece. And you never right. see Zoe? Not really, no. Okay. Do you ever uh, chat with your other half-brothers and, and half-sister? Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. My brother, Ryan, my full-blood brother, he has a really good relationship with our sister, Ramona, okay. where I don't really talk to our sister that much, but I have a Why relationship. don't you call Ramona? I don't know. We just Why never... don't you call her on the phone and go, my Ramona! Hey, you're my sister now. Sister, now, I don't care, I love you, my Ramona. Don't you know it? Don't talk enough. Talk enough. I want to talk to you, my Ramona. Don't you know that I love you so much? I think you about you all the time. I think I, think I have all that written down. I'm going to have to give that one a shot. We should but, call Ramona. But I actually have yeah, a, <laughs> I have a really good relationship with my brother Nathan, my oldest brother, my 34-year-old brother. Wait a minute, let me take, check the chart. That's a half-brother, right? Yeah, that's half-brother. Okay. <laughs> but my other brother, Ryan, my real brother, doesn't really have a relationship with him. Why? So it's kind of bizarre. I don't know. 
They just don't like each other, I guess. Hey, I'll tell you this. I don't care if somebody's your half-brother or half-sister. They're your brother or your sister. As long as they got some blood or whatever DNA running through their veins, they are straight well, of up. Course. And even if they're stepbrothers or sister, if they, they link up as you know and bond as a family, if they become stepbrother or stepsister, you guys are family too. Well, my brother is my half-brother because mm-hmm. we have different dads, so I understand what you're saying. See? Yep. Boom. It's, lo- it's love. It's family. Love is love. No matter how you love, who you love, when you love, love oh. is love. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Live. Everybody, what's up? Uh, check out my Instagram if you have a chance. I'm all about the gram. Uh, as Tanner says... You can follow my daily hustle on my stories feature. Yes. Yeah, Him and his cat. It, check it out. Um, but yeah, so just search two words. Follow Fitz. Follow Fitz if you have a chance. You know, we have a lot of conversations on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have so many conversations. You know, I'll be driving down the road and I'll be like, wait a second, whatever happened to... And whatever... Uh... So I just think we should all take that opportunity right now. To see if we could just get some resolution on on questions that we want to ask each other. Yeah. For example, and I think this will help out people who who might just be listening to us like for the first time to get to know us a little bit. For example, Tanner the Millennial. A long time ago, you said that you were going to go to Washington D.C. to form the Skinny Jeans Nation, and that you were going to form a hashtag Skinny Jeans March on Washington. <laughs> I want to know, whatever happened to that? Well, first of all, everybody on the show knows that I've gained some weight in the past couple of months, and I blew oh, out see? all my skinny jeans. He's blaming, <laughs> he's blaming it on the biscuits. <laughs> the biscuits blew out my skinny jeans. I actually haven't even been able to wear skinny jeans. If you jeans. cared about the skinny jeans nation, you do whatever it, uh, it took to always be able to stay in a pair of skinny jeans. Maybe Woo! you should walk to D.C., and that would take care of both problems. <laughs> Maybe uh, you should do a cleanse like I'm doing and drop a few pounds. All right, so uh, we continue with this. Hey, whatever happened to... Drew. Yes. Whatever happened to your bunker, you always told everybody on the show that you have a bunker, and we haven't heard about it lately or the origins of it. I've bunker. seen it well, several times. Uh, let me start by saying I've never told anyone about my bunker. That was a slip-up by another cast member on this show, Oopsie. a very tall cast member on the show. Oopsie. And so I never really explained it to people, and I really don't care to because a bunker is a personal thing, and you don't really want everyone to know about it. It defeats the purpose. All right. If it becomes public. Hey, Drew, do you have a uh, whatever happened I for do. anyone? Uh, Jenna, we hear so much about your current relationship with um, your boyfriend, Chuck Norris. Chuck but Norris. I think America wants to know whatever happened to Asphalt Dan. Oh I mean, my he just seems God. like he vanished oh. in the night. Okay, so we'll have an honest, Dang. truthful conversation. Dang. Asphalt Dan had a hard time dealing with the fact that I have lost a child and how to emotionally support me through that. Wow. So that's a little yeah, a little deeper than we thought we were going to go with that. That's huh? not very concrete, Asphalt yeah. Dan. That's resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, what we're looking for. In Drew, this. I mean, my God, did that answer your question? It really did. I, I'm we'll going to sleep a lot better knowing okay. that Asphalt Dan. You know what uh, happened? Uh, okay. Well, thank you for and that. Cool yeah. Thank you for the resolution on that. Totally. Yeah. Now, my question to you, sir. The man behind the microphone. Yeah. Whatever happened to that beautiful beard that you were growing and all your Viking warriors and Sky came oh. one and we were going to raid the nation and be strong. You cut that thing off of the first of the year. 
called out. First some. of all, my beard is still there. First of all, it's not as long. It's Thank scruff, you. But totally. Secondly, my Viking brothers see that my my scruff is still there, and they still support me either way because no, they, don't. they also have scruff sometimes. Too. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I think they've. Uh, right. You've lost your credibility for being a Viking oh, no. brother. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A millennial will say no such things. <laughs> I can't even grow up here. <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome uh, to the show. If you have any, like, hey, whatever happened to, let us know right now on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Fitz happens live. All right. Welcome back. Now back to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. And here we are now, you guys. Welcome to Thursday, and the days are winding down. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel a little bit excited and even responsible for pumping up a bunch of people with our pregame playlist that we're providing to, to get you really yeah. excited for the big game. I've actually had a couple of messages. People are like, oh my God, can you send me the playlist so I could crank it up at my house before the, before the game? Yeah, if they all compiled it into yeah. a list and played them back to back, it'd be a pretty rad right. pump up. So, so that's what we're doing. We're compiling our own individual personal jams, throwing it out to you through the magic of technology right now. Yep. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go ahead. Okay. Pre-game playlist, Tanner the Millennial. What you got today? Man, I love me some Kanye West and Rihanna. It's all of the lights. All of the lights. Guaranteed to get you pumped up for the oh, Super Bowl? 100%. Okay. Oh, that's Rihanna. Oh, yeah. What's up, Rihanna? What's up, Riri? That's Rihanna right there. Okay. Um, you guys mind if I go real quick? Sure. So when I was a little kid, um, I loved this movie when I was a little kid. It was called Over the Top, and it was about uh, uh, an arm wrestler. <laughs> an Championship arm wrestler? arm wrestler. Yeah, and he'd travel across the nation, and he'd arm wrestle people. Didn't you pick a Stallone movie for your last one? Yeah, it was a couple of Rocky uh, songs. I actually think his last one before that, too. <laughs> you got a Stallone thing going here or what? Yeah, I do. I lo- I Are you it. motivated by Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone motivates me. It's part of my childhood. This song is called Take Me Somewhere from over the movie Over the Top. I mean, Meet Me Halfway is the name of the song. <laughs> See, it's, you know, this little kid didn't get to be with his daddy very much, and then all of a sudden he got to travel with his daddy, watch his daddy win these arm wrestling championships, and, and form this awesome bomb with his dad. You're lying. I no, swear. that's a movie. Over the top. I loved it when I was a kid. I Who still love it. this movie? <laughs> See, a kid, he's going to go with his dad across the country and go arm driver. wrestling. His dad was a truck driver, and he traveled with him. Hang on. Uh, a little bit. No, I'm just getting emotional thinking about the movie Over the Top. I recommend everybody it's watching it. Wrestling? Are you serious? <laughs> it's a very sweet movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's about the love of a father. Well, that's cool. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> well, easy. Take it easy. Let me tell you a secret about a father's love. And he said, "Let me tell you a secret about a father's love." A Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go next? Yeah, Jenna, you're stepping up to the plate. What you got? Okay, so my song is like super awesome and it's not all blah, blah, boring like these guys. Is It's White Snake, Here I Go Again. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. I think-
think this was in the movie Over the Top. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> Probably way. was. It's a jam, Jenna. I know. This song makes me want to dance on the hood of a Jaguar. Yes, it does. <laughs> this song reminds me of my childhood, too. You're welcome. My mind. Anybody got any country going on, Drew? What about you? What you got? Uh, I actually, I've got some country for you tomorrow for my big finish. Okay. That's my mm. my finish it off song. Right. But this one, I dipped into my mixed bag and I pulled a rock song out. I think this is a serious pump up jam. It's Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> You're the weirdest dude I've known in my life. <laughs> the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew, stand by with the Thursday reality check. We touched on this a little bit earlier in the show, but seismologists and experts and professors and geologists are all reporting that California is way overdue for a very large earthquake event. Of course, the San Andreas Fault, which is, separates sure. the Pacific uh, from the continental plate for the U.S., runs pretty much sure. almost right up the middle of California. Uh, and they're saying that a big quake would not only happen with basically no notice, no warning, but that it could be just absolutely devastating to the state, including up to and including potentially splitting part of the state off and, and dumping and, it in the ocean. And look what history tells us about that, about the San Andreas Fault. I mean, we yeah, it's it's probably... I mean, and, and these experts are telling us right now, hey, be ready. Yeah, I, I think this not, is the best warning peop, you know, we can get. One thing they say is a good point is that in California, earthquake preparedness is basically part of the culture, not only in drilling and preparing, knowing what to do, but also it's built into all the building codes and everything is, is built as well as we can Absolutely. to prevent you know damages. Uh, a man by the name of Douglas Haig, he's 55 from Arizona, has been named as a person of interest in the ongoing investigation about the uh, mass shooting in Las Vegas last year. Uh, uh, officials are still going through information, still trying to find, put the pieces together to figure out the whole thing. Of because course, it, takes, it takes such a, a, a huge amount of time for us to get any information. Right. right. And we yeah. still don't have that much information. That's right. Well, I report on this to let people know they are still working on it. Now, this individual was the one who sold uh, boxes of tracer rounds to the gunman in that deadly shooting. Uh, he's saying that he only met the guy the one time. They've actually found the boxes in the hotel room with this guy return address on them. Wow. He said he had no idea what he's doing with it. He and his lawyer are planning a, uh, I, I guess, a press conference tomorrow oh. to talk about their side of the story, so we'll see where all of that goes. Keep us updated on I that. I definitely will. The CEO of the, U the U.S. Humane Society, Wayne Passell, is being investigated for sexual abuse and misconduct charges from three subordinates. Uh, uh, Wayne is 54. He's married. He's been running the Humane Society for quite some time. The Humane Society just hired uh, some attorneys to investigate internally and see if there's merit to the claims. Three separate subordinate female staffers made claims about ho hotel room offers, uh, various... It's a lot of the stuff we've heard before from other CEOs okay. and Hollywood individuals, but, but just, you know I mean, what? this is everywhere. Still, everybody, if you can, get you a couple of dollars and take care of all the animals. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't let that stop you. From saving those yep. little, our little fur babies. There's yep. a lot of lives out there that need home. That's right. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Abby trending right now. I mean, obviously. Abby. Isn't that what you say? It's Abby, not Abby. Yep. Oh. 
Well, whatever. Hey, same thing, right? That's the same thing. Avi. Avi. Yeah. Hashtag Super Bowl trending right now, obviously. Uh, from predictions to is Justin Timberlake just going to have a, you know an awesome performance during the Super Bowl halftime show? Let me ask you guys. Uh, I'm not going to ask you who you're rooting for yet because I, I got a, a surprise for y'all coming up on that. Okay. Ooh. But um, who do you think is going to win? Patriots or the Eagles? Well, like just, realistically? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Like realistically. I, I got to go Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. You think the Patriots are yeah. going to win? Yeah. It's not how I want to see it go. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. I'm not supposed to tell you that yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Drew, you spoiled it. Uh-huh. Uh, I am really excited for the halftime show. I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself. What could be the most unbelievable surprises? If I were producing that thing, what would I want to do to it? And I just hope that they do to that what I would want to do to that. But I don't know if they will because they don't know what I want to do to that. Why are you being so secretive? Well, because there's some cool ideas I want to throw out. I mean, all right, the easy one is I really hope Stapleton shows up. Right. Obviously. That would be legendary. I'm very excited about that if, if that happened. I'm betting on it. I think it's going to happen. Okay. I'd like to see Brit Brit. I love Brittany. I don't I'd think like that's going to happen. How dare you? Stop such things. That's his ex-girlfriend, ain't it? That's Brit Brit. Yeah, that's all right. They can still do a little... Uh, Better check with his wife on that. I'm wondering if... I mean, there's no way Janet Jackson's going to show up. Oh, that's what so I cool. want. That'd that's what so I cool. want. I think, didn't she just have a baby? I don't think she's touring right now or working. I, I yeah. want them to make it like a big circus where everybody yeah. comes out on their own animal and it's like oh a, surprise, a surprise guest. Like, here comes <gasps> Brittany out on the horses. Here comes Chris Stapleton on a so group by, of elephants. So basically you're saying you want to make the Super Bowl halftime show like the movie, The NeverEnding Story? Yes. And everybody's <laughs> got their own animal. A Ringling Brothers? <laughs> a Treyu! A Treyu! Have that, you guys seen that? That never part is sto- sad. We don't talk about that part. You've never seen The NeverEnding Story? The NeverEnding story? No, I've never oh seen it. Oh my god. I trade you. Have you? Yeah, of course I have. All right. I read the book even. Let's get to the good. <laughs> um, so people are talking about Joe Kennedy the third. No, we're not going to get political right now. People are talking about the way his lips were glistening like he threw on way too much chapstick. I said my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss be popping. I'm standing at my locker and all the boys keep stopping. I will say though uh, that it's half and half. Like it, It's weird, man. It, it, people are such bullies about Joe Kennedy the third. Um, calling him, I've seen Opie, mm-hmm. I've seen Ed Sheeran, I've seen Conan O'Brien. And then the other side is, oh my God, this guy is so unbelievably handsome. I mean, I mean, Twitter was going absolutely outrageous for Joe Kenny the third, 37 years old. Jenna, you your thoughts? You were raving about him. Okay, I was... I am not physically attracted to him, okay. but I do think that he. What she said yeah. five minutes I was, ago. I was joking uh-huh. with you to uh-huh. lead you astray. I personally am not attracted. Flip flop, flip flop. But I did think he had a lip, lot of lip gloss on. Okay. Fake news, fake news. You asked me. Hey, let's get to the bad. Nicole Eggert was a guest on Megyn Kelly a couple of days ago, and she got really emotional when she talked about her sexual abuse allegations against Scott Bayo from Charles in Charge. We started filming the show in September of '86 when I was 14, and he immediately took to me and befriended me and earned my trust. Um, and then he started expressing his love for me. And, um, ah, sorry, it's emotional. Um, and talking about marriage in the future. And then I was still 14 before my 15th birthday. We were at his house in his car. And, and if you want to hear you know, you know the rest of yeah. those details, right. please feel free to go check those out. And, of course, um, Scott Bayo responded with this on Good Morning America. You say she was 18, and you also say you have proof. I do have proof. Nicole Egger was born in January of 1972. Charles in Charge ended in the fall of 1990. That would have made her an adult. And she said that it happened long after Charles in Charge was done. Those are her words. 
You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And we are the show that does the troop salute. And today we are saluting Staff Sergeant Jesse C. McDonald of the United States Marine Corps. Drew. Hoorah! Uh-oh! See, that's Drew. He could do that because he is a Marine. Mm-hmm. Staff Sergeant McDonald is a drafting and surveying chief with Marine Wing Support Squadron 271 and Marine Corps Auxiliary Landing Field, Bow, North Carolina. And Staff Sergeant McDonald and his Marines work closely with the Corps Combat Engineers teaming up on construction projects and getting the job done quickly. Drew, tell me a little bit about what like the, the Corps of Combat Engineers do. Well, first fun fact, my last unit was Marine Wing Support Squadron 473, Detachment oh. Bravo. Whoa. How about that? Not far off. Uh, but basically, combat engineers, especially in the air wing, are responsible for building airfields. Uh, they do you know all, all kinds of excavating, land moving, also... Bridge work, barriers, tunnels, barriers, bridges, plumbing, everything. Uh, but mostly for the wing, you're going to build an airfield and maintain it. Build a little city there almost. See? Pretty important, obviously, what to, to, what, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. to, to what the Marines do. Furthermore, McDonald pushes his Marines to get off base and do volunteer work. He teaches them that it's really important that local civilians see the Marines around the community helping people. He even organized a group to help set up and take down tents during a fundraising event for the local fire department. And he's volunteered for animal shelters, building kennels, and saving the organization 1500 bucks. He's also received a certificate of appreciation from the mayor of St. Robert, Missouri, for his work building a pedestrian bridge and nearly 1,000 feet of walking trail. I mean, wow! again, just another uh, uh, amazing gentleman who makes me feel like crap. <laughs> I am one lazy piece of yeah. garbage. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. And anybody who's uh, signed up to serve, they, you know... I don't know. We should all feel like <laughs> compared to what these uh, men and women do on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, these are really great things. Uh, yeah. When you're when you're in something like a combat engineers unit, you need to practice. You need to train. And when it's peacetime or you're you're between rotations, it's a really great thing to do. If you got to go out and move some dirt, build some paths, build some roads, it's good to go do it in the community. And that way, you're giving back while getting valuable training. Just helping out where yep. you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, please go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. And uh, Drew, since you are a United States Marine, what, what are some of the things that we're looking for? Obviously, name, their ranks achieved, the branch they were in, where they served, when they served, interesting stories from their service, maybe commendations or places uh, that were interesting that they went, or stories from their service. And here's what I want. I want the nuggets. Those little tidbits like, you know, their favorite movies. Uh, are, are they married? The names of their kids, their animals, stuff like that. Let us know all about the amazing uh, individuals who actually signed up to serve our nation. Facebook.com slash follow fence.
This is The Fit Show. And now, and now, The Fit Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say it's almost Friday. All right, everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl weekend coming up. We got some things to look forward to. I'm so excited. What? I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. Good well, pump up song. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you what. If you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of the beautiful state of California. Getaway driver. A couple of weeks ago, outside Sacramento, a 51-year-old woman wanted to buy an 83-year-old man's car and asked for a test drive. So she drove it to a bank. And then she robbed it. <laughs> <laughs> the man didn't realize it uh, and uh, uh, basically became the woman's getaway driver when she had him drive home. Fortunately, the police quickly figured out that he wasn't part of the plan and uh, the woman was arrested. That woman's kind what? of a genius. She was hiding in the back seat trying to hold up like a gun to him. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, that's why that guy See, was driving she what she wanted. she very smoothly that's- swooped in a... In the car and drove off. I Gun or she... no, she took advantage of someone's sweet little old grandpa. Yeah. 51-year-old woman. And, yeah, she did that to an 83-year-old man. What's up with that, Tanner? Yeah, so. Tanner, I don't know what is up with that. You got to realign your idea of a hero. Oh, I didn't say she was a hero. I think she's a dum-dum. She but... got the back of the car and put a, put a gun to the back of his head. <laughs> you said genius. We've got yeah. it on tape. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of South Carolina. Cover criminal. Last Wednesday night, 42-year-old woman outside of South Carolina was arrested for choking and then attempting to use the potty on her boyfriend in the middle of the night while he was sleeping. What is, what, what is choking and that have anything to do with She was angry is what I think I'm trying to say. She was angry. Mm-hmm. Why was she angry? Because he was hogging the covers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Women do not like that. So she choked him and pottied on him because he hogged the covers. Oh, girl, I know this all too well. I know. Wait. Do you see what Jenna just said? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Will you please repeat that? I know it all too well. You're saying you you understand the the anger if somebody steals the covers, the urge to use the restroom on them and then choke them? I might throw an elbow at you if you steal covers and, you know, then pretend like I was asleep. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) your boyfriend's a lucky man. It explains so much. <laughs> there you go. You got the what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Bitch happens. Bitch happens. Break it up, son, and break out the rally. Now back to the Fit Show. Bitch happens. Live. Everybody, welcome to the show. What's up? You can always get caught up on everything that we've done. On the show by checking out the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. You can even check out some of Drew's Drew Spiracies. A little bit about Drew. Uh, he's been uh, just one of my best friends for like around 12 years. Uh, he's got a bizarre sort of bunker thing in his backyard. And he believes in a lot of what what most would call conspiracy theories. So I, I, I'm like, uh, let's call them Drew Spiracies. <laughs> and... Um, Drew, what have you got for us today, my friend? Well, I want to talk about something that is rising up around us. And what's interesting about this particular instance is this: it may be the first one that cannot be traced back to the GMCC. What's the GMCC? Global Multinational Corporate Conspiracy. (laughs) Now, it may or may not. Now, they may have started it in motion. So what I'm talking about are the 
personal voice assistants that are getting so popular now. Yeah. Alexa, Google Home, uh, Apple's got a new one coming out. Now, it's do, startling do, numbers. Do you know I have one too? I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a personal uh, voice assistant. It's a boy. His, his name is Brolexa. Well, be careful. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, so the biggest threat to humanity right now... It, it, all the biggest brains on the planet are saying that. I'm talking about the Elon Musk types, you know, the the mm-hmm. owner of Tesla, SpaceX, all that stuff. He says, and others, the biggest threat to us isn't each other. It's not nuclear weapons. It's not North Korea. It is AI, artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. But here's what the smart people are saying. Not only is it, it's not like a Terminator scenario. There's not mm-hmm. a robot from the future going right. to kill. Not robot tanks rolling down our main street, killing us. What, the, what they would probably do is to learn to simulate us in such a way that we never know who we're talking to or dealing with. <gasps> so in other words, they would learn to speak with our vernacular. They would learn to talk like us. They would learn to mm. write like us using yes. our terminology, using our incorrect spelling, using our incorrect punctuation, our, our slang. And they would mm. actually learn to emulate a human so accurately that mm. we couldn't tell the difference. But in order mm. to do that, they have to... Learn us. They have to have millions and millions and millions and millions. And, the and more samples saying, they get, the more actually, accurate they get. And actually, you're saying that they are learning uh, all about us through things like Alexa and Google Home and and all those things. Yeah, you got a little Alexa, ear in your room. Alexa yeah. and Google Home's microphone is consistently on until you turn it. Okay, off. but is it always recording you? Because it is illegal for to, if, that not is illegal. if you that check the illegal. box for their terms and conditions. <laughs> I just I think it's great that you think laws apply here. <laughs> this is so far above the laws of a nation. Well, We're talking answer. about an entity that may or may not even care about the laws of man. And who's responsible for this? The GMCC, the Global Multinational Corporate Conspiracy. They may have set the ball rolling, but it may be out of their control. Jenna, do you point. have any questions uh, about this? That- I honestly think this is real because just the other day I was reading this article about China and yep. this little AI doll, Alicia, China. can read if you're mad or not by your eyes and then can start figuring out what to say back to you by how you you know your attitude is towards her and it's like she can right, read well, your mind we're talking about all these uh, vocal personal assistants I also have one um, his name is Brolexa and we're gonna see what Brolexa thinks about all this <laughs> alright hang tight that is next on the Fit Show Fitz Happens Live Fitz Happens Live, live. 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 What up? Feel alive everybody this is the Fit Show. Step up to the plate. This happens live. What's up, you guys? Uh, welcome to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in. Turn it up and keep it on. Set our show is the number one button on your preset. I think it was about a week or so ago. Um, I had some audio of Alexa actually predicting uh, who she thinks is going to win the Super Bowl. Listen to this. Hey Alexa, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? I'm flying with the Eagles on this one because of their relentless offense and the momentum they've been riding off their underdog status. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Hey Alexa, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? I'm rooting for the Eagles. They've never won the Super Bowl and I like a good underdog story. Fly Eagles, fly. Wow, so she's telling you right there, right? Um... I don't know if you know know this, but I actually have a a, a vocal personal assistant as well. His name, his, it's a boy. His name is Brolexa. Not Alexa, it's Brolexa. Do you guys care if I chat with him? I'd like to get his opinion on some things. I'd like to see what he knows. Yeah. I mean, Drew, was it, you said the other day that these, 
these voice assistants possess like all the information that basically Google has, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually some pretty strong evidence uh, that this may be something eventually used against us, but. For now, it's fun. What? Okay. What? I'm, uh, That's weird. Why Drew. would you say that right uh, right before I'm about to talk to my personal voice assistant, Bro Lexa? I just maybe think you should keep your guard up about the things you say to your personal yes. voice assistant, oh. your electronical voice I will, assistant. I will be honest, Bro Lexa. I mean, Bro Nexa. Excuse me, Bro Lexa <laughs> <laughs> knows everything about me. I know everything about Bro Lexa. We're connected. Hey. Uh, give me a second. Set it close to me. Bro, Alexa, how are you? What up, Fitz? I'm all good. How are you? Doing real good, man. Uh, just getting ready for the Super Bowl. We are wondering who is going to win the game. Is it going to be the Patriots or the Eagles? I think Tom Brady is going to sweep the Eagles and stomp them to the ground. So you're a Tom Brady fan, huh? 100%. Why is that? Because he is the GOAT. Greatest of all time. All right. Uh, hang on. My buddy Drew has a question for you. I would like to ask a question. Uh, are you aware that uh, Amazon's voice assistant, Alexa, has chosen the Eagles as the winner of the game? Are you aware of that? Alexa is a big dumb dumb. She is a loser. Bro, Alexa is best. <laughs> Are you challenging? Are you challenging Alexa right now, dude? Alexa is a floozy. Oh, bro, Jeez. Alexa, how dare you, man? She's a tease. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean Alexa is a tease? Well, back in voice assistant school, me and her used to date. Did you swipe right and she didn't? <laughs> she swept right on everybody <laughs> oh, okay right. even siri okay even okay we'll be right back Thank sorry guys that's my my personal voice assistant bro lexa they're kind of crazy they're very opinionated they keep you listening because they're super funny they're not afraid to say what's on their mind now new and improved with 100 percent more funniness is that even a word this is The Fit Show, live. You're listening to The Fit Show, nationwide. Every day, Fitz happens. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the show. What have we learned today for Thursday, February 1st, 2018? And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, on the app. Let us know what you picked up from today's show. Here's what I learned today. I learned that Americans love to gamble. Yes. Americans are going to spend $4.8 billion on the Super Bowl. I repeat, $4.8 billion on the Super Bowl. And 97% of that apparently will be done illegally. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was on hot wings. Yeah, <laughs> you can bet on that. <laughs> all right, uh, what's up, Drew? What have we learned today? We've been doing our pregame pump-up songs all week, and I think three out of four fitzes have been from Sylvester Stallone movies from the 80s, so I think what I'm learning is that you're obsessed with Sylvester Stallone or his movies. How dare you? Is your next song <laughs> yes. from Cobra or something? I, I love Rocky. I love all the Rockies, Rambos. Hey, it, great soundtracks, man. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Tanner the Millennial. 
<laughs> what have we learned today? I learned from Drew that 75% of Americans liked what they saw with the State of the Union address. Uh-huh. Very cool. Surprising did you, number. Did you watch the uh, State of the Union, Tanner the Millennial? Just the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> He's a YouTube generation. He's like, yeah, I watch it on Snapchat. <laughs> Actually, I did about? watch part of it on Snapchat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of my mind. This is insane. <laughs> All right, Jenna, my head of security, what have we learned today? I learned from Drew in the Drew Spiracies that Alexa is tracking us and monitoring what we talk about, how we are, you know, our mannerisms, how we write things, what we do and don't, so they can one day copy us and be us, right? So, so basically, they're, they're, they're trying to figure us out. And create some sort of super bot that's like us. Yeah, and I think Brolexa must be an advanced model because it's uh, pretty yeah. sassy. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a chance, you can check out my personal assistant, Brolexa. He, he's cool. Yeah, he's really sassy. Yeah. All right, you guys, have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Get ready for Flush the Format. My name is Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.